Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Blue Murder Club. We have a very special guest for you today, Nancy Bourne from CrimeCon UK um, came on and she was an absolute dream. We absolutely loved having Nancy on and um, as a special treat for our listeners, Nancy has very kindly given us a promo code for a lovely juicy 10% discount from uh, CrimeCon UK tickets. So all you have to do to get 10% off your CrimeCon tickets is enter the word BLUE. That is blue for a 10% discount when you go to buy your CrimeCon tickets. Um, We really hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. If you do, please tell your friends, family and everyone in between all about us and get them to join the Blue Murder Club. If you can't get enough and you want some additional content and ad-free episodes... Why don't you head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blue Murder Club. It costs about £3 a month. Like I say, you get additional content over there as well as ad-free episodes. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Blue Murder Club. My name is Carrie and I'm your host and I'm accompanied today as always by my lovely co-host. Lauren, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thanks, how are you? Yeah, very excited. Yeah, well you're always excited actually, oh, to be fair. I you're know. usually bursting at the seams about something. I'm an eager beaver. An eager beaver? That's, that's my nickname, <laughs> eager beaver, so yeah. Yeah, so um, you had a good day? I have, I have. Um, what have you been up to? Just working really, but then when yeah. I got doled up for a date, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I went to work today looking like I was at it was date night, not yeah. work because Fridays at my work is dressed down Friday, and I was like, I can't really do no. that because I've got a special guest this evening Woo-hoo. straight after work. So, um, shall we introduce our special guest? Yeah, Lars? let's do it. Go on, so want. we've got Nancy, and Nancy runs CrimeCon UK. Hello Nancy. Hello, thank Hello. you for having me ladies. Thanks Hello. so much for coming on, we're buzzing. Well I've just pre- we've pre-warned, this is my first podcast and my <laughs> husband told me the only reason I've been invited on here is because I sound like I do, so <laughs> that's where we are. <laughs> we're a bit worried no one's going to tell the difference who's speaking because we all sound the same. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Yeah. I always yeah. say about our accent, don't I? 
and especially pronunciation, it gets me bad. So with the accent and the pronunciation, yeah, it just goes through the roof, doesn't it? Oh, well. Yeah, I know we're most friends. You didn't pronounce my surname then, No, did you? no, I've no, got scared. He's got scared. Born. 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 Yes. Okay. I answered to Boggan, Balgan, Boogan, you know, anything else. <laughs> yeah, because... Um, Born like Jason. Mm. Ah, yeah. I like it. So... Yeah, thanks so much for coming. And Nancy, also, you made the effort to drive here. and well, you're only up the road. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> it would be person. more complicated to get a Zoom <laughs> It wouldn't be, to be fair. That is true, actually. And we probably would probably not press record and mess it up anyway. Uh, always. Has always happened. over Zoom. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so like Lauren mentioned, Nancy, you run CrimeCon UK. So that's how we got connected to you because we very kindly were invited to go last year. And sorry, listeners, but we do talk about it quite a lot quite a lot because we, we had the time of our lives didn't we we really did i think we didn't know what to expect did we no because Stuart had been the year before and he didn't he didn't let it on how good it was no he literally went can you go and take these magazines take a few pictures and me and carol thought oh, we'll go yeah. there for a couple of hours thinking it was just a tiny little haul we didn't know, did we, with a few stalls. And when yeah. we got there, I just dropped yeah. the magazines and ran. <laughs> and left you, didn't I? I was like, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, we got there. We got there nice and early, didn't we? Yeah. And um, we sussed it all out. Oh, it was brilliant. Immediately realised it wasn't anything to do with podcasting. No. It's to do with crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, that so. was a complete surprise. Stu just said, come and help me with the pod Bible yeah. stand. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we thought it was, we, obviously crime caught me. had a bit of an inkling, but... Yeah, we were we was blown away, Nancy. You've got such a fantastic event. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yes, and how it came about. Well, yeah. I love it, first and foremost, mm-hmm. as you do. So basically, it came about, I'm an event organiser. So I've always run live events. And I launched my events company just pre-pandemic with my business partner, Michael. Mm. Great, launching an events company when you can't do live events. Yeah. Oh, so God. it was a bit of a challenging time. But mm. we formed a joint venture with the people that own CrimeCon in the US. Yeah. So basically, US CrimeCon has been running since 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've done Nashville, Indianapolis. They just did Vegas, which was immense. I went Ooh. last year. It was incredible. Oh, wow. And it's grown and grown and grown and grown. Long story short, the visitors that go have been increasing from the UK. Europe and Ireland so they've been going over the genre has been growing here Mm -hmm. so they wanted to bring the event here we formed a JV and the operation of CrimeCon UK is done by me and my team Mm. and it's quite something I got the project put on my desk and was very nervous of the whole crime con. What is this? Mm. Comic con? Do people dress up like their favourite serial killer? Oh, yeah. You know, to, what, is, what is this? Because yeah. I do work on comic con as well. It's another one of our events. But I soon realised that it isn't about that at all. It isn't about that at all. So, yeah, I've run September 21, June 21, Scotland 20, no, September 22, Scotland 22, and then we'll go back to London in June 23. Mm. But it's basically a place where people like you, mm-hmm. true crime enthusiasts, can come and learn and meet the experts who oh. are behind the case. It's, it's quite something. So if you're interested in sort of the bigger known cases, mm-hmm. you can go to sessions like World is, World's Most Evil Killers if you want to know and help ongoing unsolved cases Mm -hmm. you can do that as well so there's a real vast array of stuff to do for a true crime fan if you like yeah but we tend to not call ourselves fan that sums up that sort of i like true crime 
in for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's um been quite an exciting journey for me. And as you can see from my face, I'm buzzing about it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I've never ever worked in an industry for live events where something has captivated me so much and changed the person that I am. Wow. Really? I went into the pandemic being a sci-fi nerd, Marvel, Marvel and Star Trek, I can name you all the captains, you know, I was a proper nerd. My girlfriends thought I was weird. (laughs) I went into the pandemic and I popped out of it, interested in true crime, obsessed with true crime. It's all I have now, watch, listen and read. Yeah. And I don't do anything else now. That's mad. Yeah, it's really changed. (gasps) The whole project has changed the way I am as a person. And now them as well. Now I've got them. Might yeah, be the slowly. fact that we're forty-five-year-old females. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's something it's about the demographic. Yeah, we are the, we are the perfect audience. We've done a load of research into why. Why is it that us women like it? Mm. Um, and there's a whole load of reasons. But I think we just get a bit more cynical, and we yeah. end up worrying about too many things. And yeah, I don't think listening to true crime podcasts while I'm walking through the woods to get my ten thousand <laughs> steps up helps. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> Carol's panicking. Carol's texted me many a time. Um, yeah. There's a strange dude sitting opposite me on a tube, or don't you care? So every time she's like, maybe yeah. I need to just tone you down might the listen true to crime. a comedy podcast for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it can get under your skin, but it gets under your skin in mm. a good way. Yeah, you can see why people do get do get hooked on it because it's not. I mean, it's such a. It's called true crime, but it's massive, mm-hmm. isn't it? There's so many different variations. I remember feeling really taboo. I re- I enjoy listening to it. Oh, before podcasts, really, but I enjoy learning about it. But it's frowned upon. Like to enjoy that kind of. It's not the enjoyment I'm trying to look for, but the yeah, just yeah, the interest and the intrigue. But now at CrimeCon, you find like-minded people that can really get with you and understand mine always is why have they done what they've done and I don't know I always do the deep dives in the um, childhood Mm -hmm. and it just really intrigues me because I I honestly believe there's something somewhere that has unlocked something within someone it's that whole nature nurture debate yes we have every single time Mm -hmm. we do crime con Mm -hmm. and the reasons why people do the things they do i think that fascination about the reasons why is a key learning for everyone Mm -hmm. because once they find out the reasons why then they can put that into place you know place to make sure that it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. you know the serial killer bit if you like Mm -hmm. is horrendous but it's a small part of Mm -hmm. Crime cop. Yeah. You know, true crime, sadly, is not going no. away. But fraud, corruption, cyber crime's a mm-hmm. massive, mm-hmm. massive topic that we cover. Um, sadly, COVID saw the rise of domestic violence mm. increase and all these other yeah. subjects that we cover. But it's um, there's always a motivation and a reason why yeah. people are doing the things that they're doing. Yeah. Um, it's a very odd situation for me because I'd love to not have to do this show. Yeah. But there's always going to be some other... Yeah. Yeah. horrible yeah. criminal going to come along and then we can explore yeah. and we can discuss. But as long as it's done in the right way, it can be, dare I say, a bloody fun weekend. Yes, <laughs> it's absolutely. a really fun weekend. It, it's very hands-on as well. We was really surprised by how much practical stuff you can do. Mm. Oh, that was, um, yeah. I mean, unless you want to train to be a CIC... CSI. Crime scene investigator. Yes, so cool. You have to go crime con to do some of the stuff we learned because we were just... We were up like... Blown away. We, oh. we learned how to fingerprint stuff. Yeah. We learned how to, um, what was that 
that room that had the crime scene in it. Where I really went mad. Yeah. In the in the hotel suite. Yeah. We converted the and hotel suite. So we was like basically in. like silent witnesses, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so good. Walked in, looked at the lipstick and I said, it's a woman. Looked somewhere else, I went, it's the maid. Woman, well, how do you know? I said, because I know. And I don't know why, Nance. <laughs> but she weren't having it, was she? Yeah. She was like, no. You need to like look at all the. You need to go through yeah. the process. Mm. I went. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I put my ballad in the box, and as I was walking out, I see the maid take name tag, mm. and I just went, "See, I told you." <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Oh, okay then." <laughs> but yeah, we wasn't expecting to be able to do things like that. It's no, that so was brilliant. It's so hands brilliant. on. Oh yeah. Well, um, that's actually the reason why I was late. That team's call that overran. I was on the co- on, on a team's call with the cops <gasps> that run that. Oh, yeah. So moving it to the next level. Oh, right. Yes. So oh. the idea is next time that we will have two crime scenes <gasps> that are linked. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the crime scene and then the suspect's house. So you can work out what's gone on and what incidents happened in order to analyse that. So wow. it's my job to bring it forward each year, to push mm-hmm. it yeah. and push it and push it. But it's also my job to make sure it's as realistic as possible. Mm. You yeah. just mentioned Silent Witness. I can't yes. watch it. Uh, no. <laughs> my husband said to me the other day, let's watch Silent Witness. I can't watch it. <laughs> There is no way yeah. in a normal situation, Nicky and no. what's his name, no. Jack, no. hot stuff, are going to run around <laughs> yeah. Yeah. having free will solving crimes. Yeah. That's yeah. going to happen. No. So I sit for the whole yeah. thing while Chris is watching it going, well, I know who did it and I am not enjoying this because yeah. this is all wrong. And now yeah. I can't watch it. So yeah. unless it's true, mm-hmm. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how this project sort of captivated me. But it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a it, it, fascinating so before you got involved in crime con you like you say you was more into like the sci-fi kind of stuff so you wasn't really i was always into mysteries yeah. and solving things so as a kid i would watch miss marple mm-hmm. um columbo oh yeah murder she wrote oh, you know all the classics yeah. all the classics yeah. so you know you can see our age now Love i would play cluedo i wouldn't play monopoly yeah. my yeah. sisters will hate me for saying that because they hated playing cluedo <laughs> yeah. i was so obsessive <laughs> that was pretty much where it started i mean then then that's sort of where it stopped. Then I was more in sort of fantasy. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I was a proper yeah. nerd, right? <laughs> so loved all that sort of fantasy stuff. And then I think you'll remember when we were kids, you were so much more exposed, I think, to true crime cases. Because yeah. families always bought papers, didn't they? So we mm. would have papers lying around the house. Yeah. So newspapers would be mm. there and it would always be the front cover stories and mm-hmm, you'd pick mm-hmm. up on bits. So I was always aware of it, but I certainly wasn't true crime reading watching mm. or listening to not yeah. at all mm. and um it was when crime con came along as a project i went as i always do with anything that yeah. we work on mm. um right i'm gonna get into this and it was never the intention that i would be the event director for crime con day to day i was supposed to be running my big events company but yeah. because the pandemic oh, hit, yeah. the big events company wasn't as big as we'd anticipated but mm-hmm. the partnership was in place so yeah. I said I'll roll my sleeves up I'll get hands on yeah no one's having it off me now no no, no one is having it no. I absolutely love this oh yeah, yeah I love it so you do growing. a great job it's you fantastic it's, it's over it was over three floors of the hotel I think yeah. wasn't it it's, mm-hmm. it's a huge setup so we've got a bigger hotel this year so we've moved yes. it bigger hotel same amount of events on simultaneously Mm -hmm. because if you put more stages on no one can see them all so same amount of stages but just bigger rooms yeah so the podcast live studio was 50 Mm -hmm. it will now be 250 so that sort of jump so Mm. it's uh yeah it's exciting and there's a lot of content that is brand new that we're um we're bringing to the show this year it's still in central london isn't it near tower bridge this time so we've moved from st paul's to tower bridge Mm -hmm. it will still be 
two days, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we'll and, we'll always do London. Every June yeah. we'll yeah. do London and then we'll look at other cities. And tickets are on sale now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> yeah. sur- it was so surreal, I think, when we went, like, we'd seen Colin, Colin Sutton talking about the Miller Dowler case, wasn't it? Um, mm. The Levi, Bellafield. Yeah, yes. that's the one. And, and his room was too small, actually, yeah, so yeah, it's good news that you've got larger rooms yeah. this time, yeah. And, yeah, just from going from that, then we picked up his book and he was just standing there. Yeah. And then from that moment on, we introduced ourselves and just said, oh, um, we really enjoyed your speech um, and all that. From seeing him over the room, wouldn't he? And he'd go, oh, he's Cameron and Lauren. And, like, he would just point and say hello. And he, he was just surreal to see mm. It is such, that sort of vibe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, everybody's... Very friendly. Yeah, very friendly and very... Like, we made a friend Warm. from Scotland, didn't we? Yeah. So, yeah, when she was there by herself... Well, and... most of the people that come, come by themselves. Yeah. This is what's yeah. interesting. About 65% of the people that buy a ticket are females by themselves. Wow. Because in a lot of friendship groups, mm-hmm. there's always that person that's a bit unusual and mm-hmm. a bit odd. So they might be nerdy like me. None mm-hmm. of my girlfriends are more into the Dungeons and Dragons and the sci-fi yeah. that mm-hmm. I was, but they're still my friends. Yeah. So in the true crime set, that tends to be very similar. So some of the people that came in... September when we first launched came completely by themselves mm. and they've now made friends and now not they see them all year round yeah. they'll see them again at crime con yeah. so they know that they can come and talk about something that they're passionate about but I didn't realize how nice the people were going to be oh. I don't know what I was expecting but I was I don't know what I was expecting but I've never ever run an event where everyone from the crew mm-hmm. through to the volunteers through to the guest speakers and the A-list celebrities, the families and the visitors are all on the same field. Yeah. There's no hierarchy at yeah. all. Mm. And it's so lovely. That's what that, I was Yeah, trying that does to come say. across yeah. as a punter. You mm. can you do feel yeah. like you can just they're very approachable. Your girls are lovely. They were mm. really good to us because again we yeah. didn't know what we was mm. expecting and they just went through everything, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And said if you yeah. do this for they were so good. So we're my just, girls, a lot of them in the main. Oh, I've known them since I was twelve. They were so good just showing us through the day. Mm. And they it helped, didn't it, Kaz? Because we'd done yeah. absolutely everything yeah. we wanted to do within the band two, three hours. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, because we just went a bit well, mad, didn't no, we? We, oh, d- well, we did, did stay all day, didn't we? We went yeah. for lunch and we came back for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a big variation. There was even you even had like a police dog um, yep. handler. Yes, didn't you? we went to see him in yes, the afternoon. Yes, we did. It's just yes. like like you say, crime is such a vast subject. Mm-hmm. It's not people immediately think serial killers mm-hmm. because that's like the enticing part, I suppose, the most popular part. But there's so much more to it, like yeah. the fingerprinting, the, <gasps> the processing of the scene, the gate analysis. Oh, you was obsessed I love with the gate analysis. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't stop thinking about it, and I always bring it up. Don't yeah. I? I just think it's. Yeah, genius. But, but the people that run these rooms, they are the people that, in the field. Yeah. They are the actual, that is their day job. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, they'll come to CrimeCon for the weekend and give up their time and show eager beavers like me and Lauren <laughs> what they do. To do. Yeah. Did you do the identification one? Did you do that workshop? No, I don't uh, think so. So you went in to do a first parter and you learn about how they ID people. So you were just oh. watching it and learning how to ID. And then you went away. And then 15 minutes later, you went back in there. And you had to ID the woman that was standing on the right-hand side. And she'd been there the whole first oh. session. Oh, really? Absolutely brilliant, some mm. people. Absolutely useless. Yeah, I'll totally useless. <laughs> yeah. I get really bad, like, beard dysmorphia. So if she was to shave off his beard, I wouldn't know it was him. So can you imagine if they just... a thing? Oh, well, it is there. <laughs> <laughs> they would take their glasses off and I wouldn't know who he was. I'm just really, really bad. Really bad. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Madonna's now not got a mole, so is it really Madonna? <laughs> is it? I don't yeah. think she, that, didn't she paint that mole on anyway? Well, it's not there now, so I can't is it tell if it's crispy? Did you used to do that <laughs> yeah. when you were a kid? Yeah. Stick it on with nail glue. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I used to do. <laughs> Mum would go, you've got something on your face there. Yeah. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's oh, brilliant and you said about the realisticness of the room yeah the photographer wanted a photo of me bent over the bath with the woman in the bath did he and I was like that and he was going just a bit closer and I was like do I have to do I have to I was mm. like Carol come and help me come and get me yeah, yeah. it was so realistic yeah. yeah it was I mean we work with the um, universities that train the criminology students mm-hmm. and the forensic um students that are learning how to do the job wow. so that's who we work with to make it as realistic as possible well, yeah, was, and was. not be sensationalist you know mm-hmm. try and but ultimately it is quite a you know it does come with a warning because yeah. you are analyzing a crime scene it's it quite was, brutal, yeah, it's it? shocking it mm. was shocking because i didn't expect it i mm. opened the door and i don't know in my head i thought it's a bit like an escape room and they are not realistic no. at all so as soon as i opened that bathroom door and i see it i just was like Close it quietly, <laughs> sneak off. And then the guy with the camera was, can I just get a phone? I was like, oh, do I have to? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So well, good. I'm pleased. I'm, it's so nice to listen to people who have been visitors that have come and enjoyed mm. it because it is... Um, a lot of hard work mm. and it's lovely to know oh. that you liked it and enjoyed it. And it's just onwards to the next one. 70 hours of true crime content oh. I've got to get. I'm on about... 92 at the minute, so I've got oh, to wow. cut back. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's not good. Yeah. I've got too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah. I've got too much. So I have to, yeah. it's really, it's, that's the hardest bit of the job, picking the bits that you can't have. Yeah. Picking the bits that you can't have, because sadly my inbox is inundated with, you know, this has happened mm-hmm. to me or that has happened. Oh. I want that. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite hard. But we do a lot of work with, even if they don't go onto the stage, we do a lot of work with the families and the victims survivors and stuff so oh. it's been um i think that's why i like it so much you know you can do every fashion show in the world but spring summer autumn, winter collections and pretty much actually got i think mm-hmm. that's what it is yeah. Whereas this is actually making a difference and can make a difference yeah. and i don't know whether that's the hippie in me or what but i really like that yeah i really like the fact that people are genuinely moved or genuinely inspired or generally grateful that by coming here and listening to a story something has happened to them and they realise that that trauma is okay to talk yeah. about. Let's be honest, most of the people that are into true crime, most people have had something happen to mm. them or been mm. aware of something when they were growing up in a lot of cases. So wow. they come and listen. So, yeah, yeah, I've made it sound quite sad, but it's actually quite lovely. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a safe space, isn't it, to share that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. I, I completely agree. You do feel like you can trust people there. Yeah. Mm. I think with trauma, whenever any trauma happens or any big event or something so traumatising that happens, there's always that united front that people show together. And I think that's what you feel when you go to crime con is that everyone's mm. united together in yeah. that safe yeah. space. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah, that is a good point. I'd forgotten about that. But yeah, I remember there were people there that had been, their families had been victims of crime. There was people that had been like victims of um, miscarriage of justice. Mm-hmm. And there was there was such a variation. It yeah. Was, I mean, you just, when I think of crime con, because it was nearly a year ago now, I just think I met Paul Britton, I was over yeah. the moon. And that sort of thing, like those kind of things. But yeah, yeah there was so much more to it than that. Oh, 100%. Mm. There was a few that stuck with me about the um, hair... CSI stopped like maybe stopping the serial killers in their mm-hmm. tracks and that miscarriage of Mr. Miscarriage of Justice, so that was, yeah. Uh, yeah. With Louise Shorter, that, that was, was the um, 
Yes, that's Inside Justice. That's the charity that helped people mm-hmm. that have been wrongly accused. That was really intriguing. It's brilliant. I'm so yeah. glad we didn't miss that one. Yeah, that was really, it, just as you say, I, I didn't expect it and it blew my socks off. It was really an interesting chat. How she just fights for it, you know? I'm smiling because I feel like if I come on this podcast to do a big promo piece for my show, <laughs> oh, I feel no. like... <laughs> it's me gushing, it's, it's me. Real it's weird. really lovely. Real I know it's really good. lovely. Yeah. So prepare some questions, but now we'll just talk about it. I can talk about my show all day <laughs> long. I love it. it. Yeah, well, I do love it. I do we, love it. We, we do love it as much. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've already done a Patreon episode on it, like because we were yeah. bursting, wasn't we? Mm. It was one of the first ones we yeah. recorded. We kept well. touching on it, and then in the end, we said, let's just devote a whole episode to, to it. it because it was so good. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah, so like you pointed out, Nancy, we did send you a couple of questions Hmm. over. Um, so the first one is, um, like, which case do you find the most interesting? Right. Well, I'm I'm going to pick a case, and I'm going to pick it for the reasons where it entwines and it weaves into my crime con journey. Mm-hmm. So this case will be known to everyone um, that listens because they're into true crime, mm-hmm. and that is the Golden State Killer. So big case, massive case, extremely complex case, and I'll briefly go into what it is and Mm -hmm. you cannot briefly go into it because it went on for far too long but the reason I've picked it is I didn't know anything about it Mm. anything about Mm -hmm. it until we formed the JV with CrimeCon Mm -hmm. so I formed the JV with CrimeCon I asked the guys 
tell me what your sessions are. Mm-hmm. So obviously I needed to know what the sessions were. I couldn't go to see it because it was the pandemic. So I couldn't yeah. jump on a plane and oh, go and yeah. see it. So we'd done the show in London before I saw it. And I looked at all of the sessions that they had. Mm-hmm. And one of the sessions that they did in 2017 was with victims and family members of victims mm-hmm. of the Golden State Killer. Wow. At which point... D'Angelo hadn't been found. Of course, yeah. That was a year before. That was the year yeah. before. So you've got um, you've got the victims sharing the story. The hunt wow. is on. They're still looking. They're still trying to find him. And it was in... I suppose the case was g- gathering a lot of momentum by that point, hadn't it? it yeah. It was. it was gathering loads, loads and loads of momentum. So you've got... At CrimeCon in 2017, mm-hmm. you've got three people standing up there talking about what had happened to them and what had happened to their family members, wow. trying to find resolve for this case. Yeah. Wow. So they're survivors of... You've got two family members yeah. and then you've got a survivor. So, oh, my goodness. Yes, I know. Wow. And that, sadly, with so many murder victims and so many rape victims, mm-hmm. I cannot ever remember everybody's name no. so to give them the credit that they're due mm-hmm. michelle cruz was the sister of the 12th victim mm-hmm. debbie debbie domingo was the daughter of the 14th murder victim and jane Castle sandler was the fifth victim mm-hmm. wow um you know this case mm-hmm. do you yeah. yeah you know this case so there was a period of time when he wasn't called the golden state killer mm-hmm. they thought it was three separate um, killers roaming mm-hmm. so it was very disjointed case so these women came together stood on that stage and tried to bring that case forward um, and that really struck me when I read that in yeah. the in the media pack from CrimeCon so I was like what is this case this isn't solved there's three people standing there what is this case so then I went down the rabbit hole of finding out mm. all about the Golden State Killer at which point he still wasn't caught mm. We then go, so we then go to 2018 and CrimeCon were bringing more family members back to continue the conversation. Wow. And something happened. So that was in 2018. Mm -hmm. CrimeCon was May Mm -hmm. 4th and 6th. He got convicted in the April. (gasps) Wow. They found out who he is. Mm. The session never gets dropped from the seminar program yeah and what happens is the golden state panel so the whole thing was a celebration so oh. rather than it being we are trying to find out we are trying oh, oh, God. Yeah. Just, I'm really good. That's it. Yeah. we are going to find out we want to come and yeah. share our story all of a sudden you've got the golden state killer that has eluded authorities wow. for over four decades it was a completely horrible crime wave yeah. of burglaries of rape of very st- sadistic behavior yeah. with the plates like it was it was horrible yeah. it was like horror movie yeah. horrible um and this went on and on and then this session was the conversation with paul haynes who helped michelle mcnamara mm-hmm. if you've read i'll be gone in the dark have you read that book i haven't yet no read that book yeah read that book because she was the lady who coined who coined the name um golden state Mm -hmm. killer it was her who coined Mm -hmm. it an armchair sleuth Mm -hmm. she wasn't a detective she was a a you know a 
not normal person. She wasn't an expert in that field. She coined that name and she would never give up. And sadly, she died before he, now I'm going, sadly she died before he was convicted. So the book actually gets finished off by, so the book starts with her Mm. and it gets finished off. She's, um, she was, um, and her husband is um, a US comedian, the voice of Tiny Dog from Secret Life of Pets. Mm. Um, Oswald, I think his name is. Oswald, Oswald, I think his name is. Anyway, I digress. Um, But he came and he did the book signings on behalf of Michelle McNamara on on that weekend. So I've digressed a bit. What's my favourite case? But the reason I'm (laughs) saying this one, Mm -hmm. I haven't got a favourite case for one. Mm -hmm. There is no favourite case in my wrong language for me. But Mm -hmm. in terms of cases... I can talk about so many different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for me, this one cemented every reason why I should be working on CrimeCon Mm -hmm. because it proved to me that it doesn't matter how long a case has gone on for, the platform can assist people. Yeah. And... And it and it can. I'm not saying CrimeCon solved it. For goodness no. sake, of course CrimeCon didn't solve no. it. Forensic genealogy solved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And Paul Hulls worked to do that. Yeah. By default, yeah. I do CrimeCon in the UK and I fly Paul Hulls over and he yeah. comes and tells you all about it. Yeah. You know, there's... But I think that the, the reason why it's so interesting to me is it's a... Look, the man was a bloody... He got away with it for 30 years. Yeah. He was so horrible like I mean he would torture the victims afterwards he would ring them he would leave messages I mean Mm. when he escalated to couples he's asking the man to tie the woman up he's then saying to the man putting plates and saucers on their heads saying Mm. you move I'll kill her Mm. you know that's Horrendous. Mm. And then stopping these poor rape victims. He's stopping, going and rifling through the house, stealing things like pennies and and and, mm. and, and just minuscule items. Mm, yeah. But he was going in and out of those houses before, scoping out what he was doing, mm. leaving lig- ligatures and things around so he had props to use. Wow. He was a cop. Mm. He was trained. Yeah. He was in the Navy. He was a cop. Yeah. You know, very appropriate for what's going on at the moment. Yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah. of this yeah. conversation about these people that are here to mm-hmm. protect us. And I just think that whole case um, is, yeah, quite something. And when I was sitting planning CrimeCon and we hadn't announced it, his trial was on in the August, I remember. Mm-hmm. We launched in the September. So in the August, I'm sitting there with Michael, my business partner, around his dining room table because we're homeschooling the kids, remember, oh, yes. this time. Yes. So give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> right? So... You know, your daughter goes yeah. into school and says, "Mummy does murder." That's a whole oh. different conversation <laughs> for the for this mum's group. But um, okay, she, so oh, it's just like seriously, seriously. like because this is all she's. I'm trying yeah. to be discreet, but yeah. this is all the conversations we're having. But Michael and I are watching the trial on the computer and watching the victims and the family victims. It's a live trial yeah. in the states, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got all of this, and they're having their their voice heard, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're talking about it, and he's sitting there looking shit in that fucking wheelchair feeling sorry for himself Mm. whatever um and then you've got these women coming forward in the main and talking about what's happened to them and having their say yeah and then i went to vegas last year and then i met debbie domingo in real life as well so this whole this whole case has sort of peppered my true crime crime con journey it's been there pepper pepper and what it has then done is made me go into a rabbit hole with a case. So mm. read I'll Be Gone in the Dark, watch I'll Be Gone in the Dark, yeah. read, read Paul Halsey's book, obsessed on the case, worked on the, you know, there's, yeah. it's been, 
it's been such an interesting case for me and I don't there's so many things that didn't make sense and just a simple thing in terms of forensic genealogy and that DNA as yeah done it sorted it out yeah mm. and you know that that is people like Paul and Paul Haynes and Michelle that didn't let that case go yeah they didn't let that case go and they were like people with a bit in their mouth and they wouldn't let it go and it's you know, ew. yeah, it's well. It I'll... is remarkable what people can do when they when they get together. But you find that now, don't you? Mm-hmm. That um, people that do true crime podcasts are now trying to solve <laughs> yeah cold cases, yeah. and they are doing it. Yeah. They are doing it. Yeah. Um, it's it is remarkable. It's a great community. Well, the forces are under resourced. There ain't mm. enough people. Yeah. yeah, there's so many unsolved cases. There's thirty year old cases that. If they don't get solved, they're going to be put on, you know, that's, that's it. True. The, the, the files burner. are only kept, yeah. they get put on the back burner. People get desperate. And when you see cases being solved mm-hmm. through new forensic advantage, like mm-hmm. advancements, yeah. why would you not want to do that? No. Why would you not want to mm. push it and push it and push it? It was a um, DNA website, wasn't it? Mm. Ancestry yeah. like website. Yeah, that they, they married yeah. it up and they... And they, and they they worked out who who he was. Wow. Um, and there's been so many other cases since that forensic genealogy have helped wow. solve. And I can't spoiler it mm-hmm. for Crime Con in June, but one of the cases that we will be exploring has done exactly that. Wow. Oh, really? um, has done exactly that. Wow. Um, but for a very different case, a okay. stalking case. Oh, wow. So... Uh, a case that someone was stalked for very many years oh. and then they, within two weeks of doing mm-hmm. the DNA genealogy forensic investigation, within wow. two weeks, found out who it was. Oh, wow. So you suffer for 12 years and within two weeks it is done. done. Yeah. Wow. So, yes, I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I knew I would get a spoiler out on, on today's, <laughs> today's conversation. Thank you. Well, we look forward um, to that one. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that for me, it, well, it's a horrendous case and mm-hmm. I think if you've not seen... I'll be gone in the dark watching. Yeah. If you've not read her book, mm-hmm. read Michelle's book. But, um, oh, my goodness, that case was... Something else. Mm. Yeah, he got away with it for so many... I mean, he was active between, like, the mid-70s to the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. And he was only captured in 2018. Oh, yeah, no. it's untrue. I mean, he's basically... I was saying to you earlier, when I, he's basically got away with it. Yeah. He spent his whole life just... All of his young years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's just probably just going to die in prison in a year yeah. or two and... You said he looks so defiant, though, doesn't he? Yeah, like, that even picture of him. If the picture, when he's caught, yeah, he's he looks staring yeah. down the camera with yeah. pure defiance. Yeah, and that makes me even angrier. To yeah, be it did wind me up as he well. Didn't actually, look sorry, did he? No, he, did. he no, didn't. He sorry. didn't look remorseful in the slightest. No, and it makes me so angry, honestly, when they so reluctant to to at least like, just show a bit of remorse. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just makes me angry. Absolutely. Yeah. So happy chat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, it's, it's um, it's horrible. It was a um, a quote. So it was a quote that Michelle McNamara wrote, and she went, "Consider this terrifying image of the Golden State Killer from Michelle McNamara on August twenty ninth, nineteen seventy six. The clanging of her wind chimes and the strong smell of aftershave awakened a twelve year old girl. A masked man stood at her bedroom window, prying away the upper left corner of the screen with a knife. Oh no! Wow. It's freaking." terrifying oh, he played with them he played with the phone calls he, he toyed with them even afterwards so mm. that whole period of not knowing who he was 
oh well, it, it's just yeah. it beggars belief. You know, you can't you can't comprehend mm. that level of torture. I mean, people were fucking terrified. Sorry, yeah. this way, people no. were people were terrified. They were doing night shifts. They were taking it in turns with Jesus, shotguns, waiting yeah. just in case he was coming. This terrorized, mm. yeah. terrorized neighborhoods. I'm getting like Delroy Grant vibes off of this guy. Mm, I was thinking he, that. Yeah, when you were saying like. Yeah. Just a toy in it. Yeah, I don't know. But he was, I mean, that's a whole world of different pain. I mean, what was his youngest <clears throat> victim in her 60s? 60s oldest yeah. one in, in their 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are you mm-hmm. are some kind of sicko yeah. if you can go and rape yeah. well, any, anyone. Mm-hmm. Rape yeah. is not acceptable any time. No, no. But defenceless, yeah. elderly yeah. people with, in a lot of cases, you know, difficult mm-hmm. arthritis and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It did add it added to to the um horror of mm. the crimes that the fact that these people needed like yeah. a frame to get yeah. to the bathroom yeah. and stuff. And also all of the, if you think about the generation here, mm-hmm. these are the people that have come forward. Mm. That's a generation that, that would not Wouldn't say that they're right. Yeah. This is a generation that would say wouldn't tell anyone. No. So mm. how many other people mm-hmm. did he do it to? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah because completely. there's a no, a load of older people that I know that would never have come no. forward and mm. say this has happened to me. You know, stiff up a lip, have yeah. a cup of tea. It's yeah. that generation. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it's yeah, horrible. I think a few of them were. They were trying. Like one of the ladies, she just she just put it to the back of her mind, gone with her day. But as the sun went down and it got dark she again, got she got her daughter yeah. and she told her what had happened. But she did her best to just. Like you, like you say, just to stiff up a lip, mm-hmm. it'd be fine. Um, yeah, there's some nasty places to work out there. There really are. Yeah. On that note, Nance, what's your fa- favourite podcast or recommendation you can give us? Or oh, TV show? Or oh, yeah. do, you like, do you like watching true crime TV? Oh, that's the only thing I watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as long as it's realistic. Yeah, it's the yeah. only thing I watch, yeah. yeah, yeah. Silent Winners yeah. can do Silent what I do. By the way, it's a very good programme. It's <laughs> yeah. not for me anymore. Oh, yes, but uh, it's really hard, right, for me to pick one. What do I watch? So I think the ones that stand out for me are the ones that are really victim-focused or sort of Mm hero-led. So something like Deanna Thompson in Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm. You've seen that three-parter. That was, again, one of the first ones I watched when we took this project on. So you've armchair detectives right there, isn't it? Yeah. So this is another woman, right? She is completely obsessed with the, like, data and tracking. I've met Deanna a couple of times. She came over. She's so cool. She works in Vegas by a normal job. She's she's got a job and she works in Vegas by day and then by night she's at home. On the internet, trying to solve cases. She's solved other cases since. By really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, wow. she's quite something, Deanna. And um, th- that, for me, was mm-hmm. a real twist. I mean, not yeah. if you're an animal lover, you can't no. watch that. But that was mm-hmm. done in three-parter, and it opened my eyes mm-hmm. to what a normal, yeah. calling them normal, they're yeah. not normal, no. they're incredible, remarkable people, yeah. can do in terms of solving crime. I mean, mm-hmm. if she hadn't have gone to the police and said i know that this yeah. guy is going to escalate mm-hmm. um you know that wouldn't that wouldn't have been solved how she looked at the pug socket the blanket 
just things from this video. She mm. noticed the plug socket and said it's got to be around this region mm. because Europe doesn't have oh, that plug socket. Was it to socket. do with the vacuum cleaner, wasn't it, I think? Was it the pl- um, I'm not sure. I can't Because I think he used a suction bag, didn't he, to murder to kill oh. to the cats. Yes. And, he, and I think he used a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And I think it was something. But yeah, it was yeah. attention to detail. Yeah. The tenacity of yes. all of looked them. at this blanket on his bed and there was only one ball in this certain area, in this certain... Oh. Bo- Fancy devoting all your spare time to research for a blanket. The lengths this woman was to go yeah. and how she got it done. It was amazing well, to watch. Well, it was her and... John Greaves mm-hmm. and one other, wasn't it? So they worked together. To, yeah. That's another thing. We're all Biker coming together. In New York, coming together yeah, and working yeah. together. Um, I always speak about Deanna because she's dear to me. But um, she um, she's continued with that work and mm-hmm. she's continued looking. So that, as a, as a three-parter, I'd recommend yes. that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, watch I'll Be Gone in the Dark because that's Golden State mm-hmm. Killer and that is something. Um, day to day, I tend to watch things like um, binging on... Raphael Rose World's most evil prisons at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the most horrible prisons. Mm. But did you see the episode about Cyprus and the, what they're doing in no. the, the Cypriot prisons? So normally he goes in and it's all very, you know, rough and yeah. fighting and rah and what you would expect a prison to be. So in Cyprus they've put all, um, you know, lovely areas in and plants in and water features mm. in and they have free, free wow. roaming and it's brought the 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 inside prison crime rate down and the reoffending rate down. Wow. So, I mean, we've got a massive problem in this country. Yeah. We've got 48% of the people that leave our prisons mm. in the first 12 months will reoffend. We were talking about it's this just the nuts. other day, wasn't yeah. we? With that, um, what was the case that was uh, last so, week? Um, that's Lissa Zara. Um, <sighs> I can't think what her surname is now. No. But, um, yeah, her killer was convicted this week. Yeah. And he had been out on probation. For four, I think four days yeah. when he murdered her. It's like the Susie Lampo, the suspected yep. murderer from him. He was on parole. He was even in a halfway house, wasn't he? When he, he killed her. Yes. Yeah. Belmarsh, I think. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, the more you look into it, the more shocking it becomes because you don't realise that these are just being released, these offenders, and they're going on to commit even more serious crimes. It's, yeah, it's outrageous. It's nuts. Mm. It's, but this is what happens. I sit, watch a programme, get to the end of it, figure out a new topic, go and organise something else, ring a speaker up, and that's why I end up with 90 sessions that I'm supposed to only have 70 yeah, It's just yeah. like, <laughs> there is on. that, yeah. Yeah, he's spoiled for choice, but, Yeah, good. But I tend to watch everything that that is available to me, if you mm-hmm. like. So I'll watch World's Most Evil Killers and Britain's mm. Most Evil Killers mm. and binge on them. But I do quite enjoy enjoy is the word some of the other angles of it so you know your fraud and your mm. and your corruption and more the white collar stuff yeah, yeah. I, do, I do i do probably probably actually because it feels more real to me if you like yeah. as well so just a bit more aware of stuff but i watch it all the time so if you ask chris what we're doing tonight that yeah. is what we're doing yeah so i watch everything and anything mm-hmm. but that would be my three-parter i would recommend that and i'll Thank be gone you. in the dark yeah um and meredith did you see that no Woodcut. i haven't seen that one watch that one that's yeah. a recent woodcut media that's a a new a new one that came out a couple of weeks ago watch oh. that i'll, I'll give that, that a go yeah okay 
Um, your sister gave us a good one. Um, the girl in the picture, she said that's oh, and that's on my list it. to watch as well. I've seen, seen my, that one. No, it's in my in my yeah. long list of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I'll yeah. go home and no, watch it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My list grows by the day, doesn't it? Every time I'm like, oh, I've got another one. Add mm. it to the thing, yeah. Yeah, there's so much good quality stuff out there. Yeah. yeah I'm more stuff. of a reader. So mm. if you were to say mm-hmm. whether I was a podcast listener, a reader or a watcher, mm-hmm. I'm a reader. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not a reader. I, I do a lot of stepping and I listen to a lot of yeah. true yeah. crime audio books. Rather than podcasts, I oh, listen to true crime audio books. Okay, yeah. So I'm... Yeah, most of most of what I do, I do at least one a month, yeah. every month, mm. I, and I listen and I like I like it like that because it's to my own time yeah. with an audio book. Yeah. yeah, but I just think there's some really good content out. Yeah, mm, there's some brilliant stuff. Whenever mm. we're researching a podcast, I'll start by listening to one or two podcasts mm-hmm. on the thing, and then I'll watch some. Um, documentaries that yeah. people have made that are on YouTube or like old BBC ones depending mm-hmm. on how old the cases are and stuff even a few like dramatisations and yeah. bits and pieces so um, but yeah there's some brilliant stuff absolutely oh, brilliant stuff out there yeah. really good very and clever are, people there are good dramatisations I mean if mm. you look at something like Des that oh, Des oh, was so in good. I mean that is a dramatisation yeah. That was very, very well mm, done. They didn't sensationalise him. They no. made him look like the absolute, you know, ass that he mm-hmm. was. The whole thing I thought was excellent. Yeah, very um, well done. Don't get me started on Netflix Dharma because I mm. did not like that at no. all. I thought mm. that was unnecessarily yeah. bad. But Four sorry, lives Netflix was good, um, wasn't it? Yes, that was done really well, wasn't mm. it? Me and you talk about that quite a lot. Yeah, and the one, um, the ones based on Colin Sutton's. Colin Sutton's cases are really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, what's his name, Martin Clunes, does an amazing mm-hmm. job. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't really a fan of his, but when I saw him on the um, the Millie Dowler one, yeah. I forgot I was even watching Martin Clunes. Yeah. yeah. He was so immersive. It was brilliant. Well, a little secret, I put on the first episode to the second series of Delroy Grant. Yeah. Turned it off, couldn't watch it. It scared me so much. Yeah. I, and I had to watch <laughs> it for well, yeah, episodes. I bought the book off of Colin when we went to yeah. CrimeCon yeah. last year and I started to read it on the train. And and um, I told Lauren about, I think it started where he, he breaks in and he removes the light bulbs. Mm-hmm. And I started telling you about it on the train and you were like, no, 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 I can't I listen. Because it freaked you out so mm-hmm. much. But I mean, who does that? Who removes the light bulbs from their victims' homes? Oh, it's no. so creepy. It's, it's that invasion of privacy, yeah. isn't it? It's yes. the burglary thing. Yeah. I think that, you know, like Golden State Killer, Delroy got it's yes. that you're coming into my space. Yes. You're yes. going through my stuff. Mm-hmm. You're rifling through my knicker drawer, looking at that. Mm. And it's, it is, well, I've been burgled and it is a complete horrible mm. violation of privacy I mean yeah. horrendous I was at work Chris was on the sofa with Matilda and he feels a draft and he's a bit like he'd been in an hour and they'd be, got walked in sitting on the sofa felt a draft they'd been in an hour and he's like the bloody hell's that draft gun yeah. coming from gone upstairs all the windows are smashed and it's all gone oh. he's obviously now oh, panicked yeah. run downstairs got hold of Matilda because mm. they could still be in there um yeah, anyway, they it was it was stuff they wanted, you know, stealing all yeah. and the whole big stereo. I don't know how we didn't realise the whole stereo's gone and everything's disappeared, oh, wow. but he obviously just wanted to get wow. in and watch a cuddle and yeah. have a cuddle with Tills and watch some, I don't know, animation she yeah. wanted to watch. But mm. it's a real, you don't settle after that. No, you don't. And that stuff, I mean, coming in and doing that to you, it's mm. just... Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, no, it's not Yeah, good. it's beyond creepy. Like you say, Delroy Grant, he didn't just go in and out, he... 
spent hours with them. He tried he'd to sit nurse on, them back to health, didn't he? He'd or, sit on the bed and talk to them mm, and go and make himself a drink. Keep and, their pulses, yeah. He, he was just not, he was one sick puppy, that man. Mm, <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, Nancy, can you tell us an unusual crime or an unusual story that's happened? Yes. So, I am going to talk about... That was my husband. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'd like to talk about the Swedish twins. Do you know this case? I've heard of them, but Carrie hasn't. I have no No. idea. No, I've never heard of the Swedish twins. So, this is a really, really unusual case, right? So, you've got two twins. They're Swedish. One's Ursula. One's Sabine. Mm -hmm. They are identical. Ursula lives in the States. Sabine lives in Cork in Ireland. Sabine's married, got a couple of kids. Haven't seen each other for years. One day, Ursula turns up in Cork Mm -hmm. and goes to see her sister. Normal. Hmm. This is a normal story so far. All of a sudden, one evening, while she's staying with her, there's a big sort of argy-bargy and a big old bit of a row-row, and they go on, leave. These Mm. two women. Just leave. No reason, no rhyme or reason for it. They've sort of had a big bust up, made a bit of commotion at home and gone. They then make their way from Cork to Dublin, from Dublin to Liverpool. And then they go to the police station in Liverpool and they report that the children are being Mm -hmm. abused and there's a bit of misconduct going on in the house back in Cork. Why do you not report that in Ireland? Why have you gone all the way there? Yeah. That's odd. Anyway, they report this incident. They then get on a bus, like a one, you know, one of those big buses that long, long haul buses to go to London, like yeah. a greyhound no, in America. You know, National Express. That's what they're called. Yeah. yeah, she gets on a National Express, right? Gets on a National Express. The driver notices that they're being a bit odd. Yeah. They get on, they're holding their bags really close to themselves. They're mm-hmm. acting a bit shifty. They're just being a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Just odd. They get on the bus, they're on the bus, and then they're being a bit weird, having a bit of an argument. Anyway, they go to the driver and say they're not feeling very well, want to get off the bus. It's like, an unscheduled stop. I don't want to get off the bus, but they're being odd, and they've had their bags close to themselves. I mean, I don't know, for all reason, he might yeah. think they're a bomb or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he stops in the services somewhere down the M6. I'm sorry, I can't remember. A place. No, yeah. <laughs> a place somewhere. One of the places. Yeah. yeah. So stops and doesn't let them get back on the bus. Right. The service station manager calls the police. The service station calls the police. The police come and think they're just acting a bit ill. Maybe mm-hmm. they are unwell and then goes again. So they go, go away again. 
police have gone that's been happened that's fine they then start walking down the m6 hmm. the m6 you've been on the m6 it's yeah. freaking well busy so walks down, no. down the m6 walking down the m6 it's not pedestrian so obviously the highway cameras and stuff mm-hmm. have spotted them and the police come and get them the mm. police now are talking to them and you've got Ursula and you've got Sabina and they're saying, you know, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, mm. for no apparent reason, Ursula runs out into the M6 what? and gets hit by an articulated lorry. Oh, my God. Done. Yeah. Not dead. Oh. Two seconds later, Sabine runs out. Yeah. I think she gets hit by a polo or something, a small oh, vehicle, mm-hmm. up in the air and down. Yeah. Not dead. Oh. Get them off to the side. Ursula cannot move mm. because they're waiting now for mm-hmm. ambulance to come. She's in a mm-hmm. really bad way. And Sabine is sitting there, injured, but not dreadfully mm. injured. Mm. Once again. Tries to go tries again. To go again right? oh. Tries to go again. Right? <clears throat> what on earth is this all about? Yeah. Right? Mm. It don't make any sense, this case. It gets weirder. Mm. Ursula gets taken to hospital. Because she's critical. Yeah. She goes to hospital. Sabine gets taken to the police station because she's obviously trespassed on the motorway, yeah. caused yeah. accidents, and she does one night in the old bill. Mm. She then comes out the next day with no psyche evaluation. Oh. So that is, in my opinion, a, a that don't make sense. No. You, do, you, don't, you don't do that sort of behaviour and not have a psych, no. psychi- psychiatric evaluation, play. but the police did what they did, mm-hmm. right? So that's happened. She then doesn't know where her sister is. Hmm. She then meets two men within 24 hours of being out, has a chat with them and asks where a local B&B is and whatever their intentions were. She then goes to the, one of the gentlemen's houses. Hmm. She goes to the gentlemen's houses and the other one goes, well, come back for a drink. You can stay with me. I've got mm-hmm. a big house. Hmm. Whatever the intention was, was yeah. there, right? So for all intents and purposes, she was going back there because she had nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was a paramedic or yeah. he was in the forces. So he rung up the next day. So the friend leaves. The owner of the house stays. In the morning, he calls, tried to find out where Ursula is. He makes a few call rounds. And then he just nips down to, nips out to his neighbour and asks to borrow a couple of tea bags because mm. he ain't got none. Mm-hmm. Neighbour says, I ain't got none. He goes back in. A minute later, he's out again mm. at the neighbour's house saying, she stabbed me, she mm. stabbed me. Oh, she stabbed it. Mm. Now, sadly, he didn't survive that stabbing. Mm. She then runs. Now, I want to get this part of the story right. I don't know whether she's been chased by the neighbour, and correct me if you Google this, Mm. and I'll come to why there's footage of it in a minute. Um, But she then runs and she jumps off a bridge, right? She has a tile in her pocket. And then when someone comes to try and help her, she then starts hitting him and hitting herself with this tile and just trying to damage herself. She's clearly something is not right with this young lady. She then gets, um, goes to, goes to prison. So she's tried to run off, run off. All of this has gone on. Mm. Um, Then Ursula gets out of hospital. She goes back to the states mm-hmm. and unbeknown to anyone they've never been in contact again yeah so there's been a load of theories as to why this has happened like that's really odd behavior Unusual. yeah right that's really odd behavior so they reckon there's some sort of twin shared psychosis mm-hmm. that went on and they acted in that certain mm-hmm. way but the weirdest thing about this and the reason why there's so much footage online about mm-hmm. it because you can't write it 
the cops that turned up when they ran across the motorway were filming mm. for motorway cops. They were wearing cams. Oh, they had a film cams. crew with yeah. them. They had a full-on film crew with no them. Way. So this entire thing that hadn't been premeditated, that yeah. hadn't been planned, yeah. that sadly, quite rightly, that poor man has died. Oh, yeah. And had she had a psych assessment, maybe he wouldn't yeah. have done. He, he might still That's be, yeah. my speculation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She may have still continued to do what she did, but maybe they may have realised something was wrong with them, not released yeah. them, therefore she wouldn't have met them. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that poor man's family have got something to say about that. Yeah. But... That whole case for me is possibly one of the weirdest yeah, things yeah. I've ever, ever heard about. Yeah, I agree completely. Have you ever heard anything like this? Like, you, what what, you know, it's like twists and turns. It starts with a row in Ireland and ends up with a murder. Yeah. On the M6. On the M6 mm-hmm. somewhere. And all those wow. people it's impacted, the driver of the articulated lorry, yeah. the driver of the car, yeah. the poor person that's been attacked by the tile, the man yeah. who'd left his friend the night before, the neighbour, yeah. the family that are left behind. Yeah. Yeah. What? The yeah. ch- poor children that belong to this woman, mm. yeah. who've now got this woman that's now inside. Yeah. So all of this, yeah, that is that, sorry, that was a very long story of no, my no. weirdest case. It's really... It's a brilliant case. I don't know why I've never heard of it. I'm definitely yeah. going to look up some of the footage. But, but that then ended up being a programme on Motorway Cops. Did it? So they ended up using using some of that footage, yeah. That's so unbelievable. That fascinates me because you, I've said before, I want to know the why's, how's and yeah. when's and mm. all that. And because I've not got an answer, I, like, I, I used to read it and think maybe... I'm missing something because I just can't. I need an explanation. I How really does it do. tie in with the report of the child abuse? I don't think that, it was real. It, it wasn't real. But do you think that's a key part? Oh, so it's probably not real. They by I, now they're already. I not, well, I, they're I, already experiencing some kind of psychosis. psychosis. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I say it doesn't. There's been no reports of it. Mm. If there was genuinely something that was happening to your children mm-hmm. in Cork, mm. you. would wouldn't necessarily and i really don't like speculating but it does i'm trying to understand why you would get your sister to come from the states leave to go to dublin then go to liverpool to them report it yeah what yeah you take your kids with you if something was going on you'd scoot your kids up and you'd take them with your sister yeah you would just take them yeah you You wouldn't leave them there Mm. and go and tell someone in liverpool yeah Sorry, that that for me just doesn't ring true. Maybe they needed a any, oh, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Um, yeah, I and I will ask some of the the experts that we have at CrimeCon if they can help me understand <laughs> this one because I I you know baffled. you let yes, me know. Yeah, we'll yeah, ask please. them together. Yeah, all right, let's <laughs> do it together. But that is a yeah, yeah a very interesting case. That is weird because usually when a person tries to kill themselves, they will get sectioned. Mm-hmm. So when you said first of all that she got put into a prison cell, I thought that's weird. Surely she'd go to a psychiatric unit because she's just tried to kill herself. They let they, they let her out in twenty four hours. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? And then she went on to kill someone. Yeah. When, I first, when we talked to Leon, and he says like sometimes people have this surge. What did he call it? It was a. I can't um, remember it. Like a surge, so they act really unusual, mm. but it's not for that long. For that longer time. Something happens and it's like they've taken a load of drugs, you know, like, and they have this surge within and they like do try and self-harm. <laughs> they do that, but it wouldn't be in that length of period, was it? He said it's... Mm, it wouldn't take, it wouldn't be over no, a day, it's, no, it's much shorter. It, well, that's what the judge said. When they when they um, trialled her, mm-hmm. tried her, the judge said she was not of sound mind when the incident happened, mm-hmm. but she was of sound mind when they tried her and sent her yeah. to prison so mm. 
Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But it's a, it's a dreadfully complex and weird, really, yeah. really weird, weird, weird case. Yeah. Um, so, so out of character, up that up until that point, she's just been a normal everyday woman, just raising the family. Raising um, family. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden that happens. But just because and her twins seem to trigger something. Yeah. Really, really, really odd. But then her twins gone back to America. Mm -hmm. Who knows? And who knows? But they're identical twins. So Mm -hmm. do they know which one done it? Perhaps they're different hairstyles or something. Oh, that's a theory. Yeah. Full of them, Nancy. What yeah. you think? Maybe. Oh, I don't know that. I don't want to have to get back on. But get her back on a conspiracy. Here we go. Get back on and have a look. Is that really? Ursula in, in yeah. Ursula back in America and Sabine in, in prison. UK, yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm going to get back on and have a look. Oh, yeah, you're the lady to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, we will. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Nancy. Thank yeah. you for Thanks having me. For, I've really, yeah. I've really oh, enjoyed it. Thank oh, you. Yeah, thank I can't you. you've never been on a podcast before. You're such a natural. Yeah, loved it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very so, much. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care, Take and care. we will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.